Tequila Embajador is the best way to celebrate the big game. That's the Las Vegas way of celebrating. Every sip of Tequila Embajador gives you that feeling that every weekend is one long holiday weekend. You can always make the right play call if you're in Las Vegas by celebrating big plays with a glass of Tequila Embajador at Michael T's Embajador Happy Hour daily between 4 and 6 p.m. The official tequila for Michael T's Steaks, Ribs, Burgers, and Sports Bar at the corner of Warm Springs and Tenea. Big games, big weekends, great fans. Celebrate with Tequila Embajador. And welcome to Coach's Corner on Drive 96.9-94.9 FM. I'm your host, Coach Jambola, and Vegas Golden Knights. Sixth straight home win at T-Mobile. 4-1 over the Kings. Uh, Robin Lerner in goal. And we've got the post-game uh, press conference featuring Thomas Nosek, who scored, Jonathan Marshall, Riley Smith, Alec Martinez, former L.A. King, and head coach Pete DeBoer. So we're going to bring that to you right now. This is courtesy of the Vegas Golden Knights Network. Hey, Tomas. Uh, your line has yeah. goals in the last seven games. Just how happy are you guys with how you're clicking right now? Yeah, I'm pretty happy about it. Uh, I think first uh, 15 or 20 games, we didn't produce much. So right now we get some bounces in and some tips in, and it feels good to help the team win a game. Last question tonight will go to Justin Emerson, Las Vegas Sun. Hey, Tomas, it's been an eventful year for you between COVID and having a baby and everything going on off the ice. So I guess on the ice, how nice is it to just have the success that you've had lately and be able to maybe not worry about some of the other stuff? Yeah, I mean, with the COVID, it wasn't uh, exactly what I wanted, but uh, my son was born, so it was a good thing. One of the greatest things in my life, so uh, it was uh, the I was happy that I, I, I was able to be there. And uh, right now it seems to be uh, our lines clicking. So hopefully we keep going like that. And uh, it's always good when uh, all four lines can play and uh, coach can trust us and put us on, on, uh, on the ice. Next question will go to Brian Blessing, Vegas Hockey Hotline. Hey, Jonathan, obviously an odd year. No fans at first, now not capacity. But 14, 2 and 1 on home ice, how important has it been for the group to protect the barn and, and make it a difficult place for other teams to come into? Yeah, that was uh, kind of our mindset uh, that we had since the beginning. And uh, since the beginning at the Fortress here, we wanted to make sure it's a soft place to play uh, to play in. And we take a lot of pride to be good at, at home. And uh, obviously, with the fans getting back uh, in the building, uh, it's actually amazing. It makes a big difference for us. And uh, like we we go on the road and there's no fans sometimes and, and it's, it's it's an amazing uh, difference. Uh, so uh, we definitely fuel off energy again and uh, uh, hopefully we can keep it going. Pause a brief moment. If there's any final questions for Tomas Nosek or Jonathan Marcheseau, we'll go to Jesse Granger with the Athletic. Hey, for Jonathan, I know you didn't play with him tonight, but uh, can you just talk about Cody Glass's game and what you saw from him? Yeah, I thought Cody was one of his best game of the year. Uh, he didn't necessarily get on, got on the scoreboard, but he got out there, and he just, you know, he just wanted to play hockey, and he didn't think. He had, I always, uh, we, uh, 
we talk quite often uh, before the game and stuff like that, and I think he's at his best when he just uh, moves his feet. And tonight it was a uh, full 60 minutes uh, of him just uh, moving his feet, creating in the ozone, playing well in his D-zone. I thought he, was, he had a really complete game, and uh, he definitely uh, needs to build off that game because I thought it was a perfect game for him. Next question comes from Stormy Bonsoni with the Vegas School of Knights. Um, can you think the last two games, has the team has gotten better as the game has gone on? Is that something that you've observed, or what have you? Yeah, uh, yeah, a little bit. Obviously, our last two games in Colorado, uh, the first one was not ideal. Obviously, they they kind of got off, uh, got uh, us mm -hmm. off guard. Uh, but our last game in Colorado was, as the game went on, it went better. The second and third were definitely better than the first period. Uh, and tonight we were a little sloppy again, and uh, Lenny was huge uh, for uh, for us. He's been really good since he's back, and uh, obviously we want to battle uh, for for him as well. And uh, uh, he, he was great. He, he kept us in the game there in the first period, and uh, uh, tonight the, uh, he was one of the best players for sure. Final question for Tomash and John goes to Justin Emerson, Las Vegas Sun. Hey, John, you mentioned Cody and his line, and then obviously Tomash and his line scored tonight. So just how, I guess, dangerous are you guys when you got all four lines rolling and you can kind of get goals from anywhere on the lineup? Well, it's, it's huge. I mean, look at tonight. Uh, I mean, uh, Nosey's line got one, and after uh, uh, Gloucester's line got one, and uh, it, it was honestly, it's, it's, it's the best feeling to, to see that everybody's going and get rewarded in big games and big wins there. So, uh it was, it, it's definitely a positive uh, a game for our group, and uh, we cannot take that team lightly in uh, next game. we got to be ready because their start was uh, really good, and we got to be ready right off the bat. Guys, thanks for doing this. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, Alex. Uh, anytime you can score against your former team, I guess, does that make it a little bit more special, a little bit more memorable? Oh, yeah, it was, it was nice. Um, obviously a good feeling, but I mean, I was more concerned of, or concerned about, um, you know, really trying to close it out in the third. So um, on a personal level, yeah, I guess it's, it's cool, but uh, more concerned about the, uh, the team side of it and, and um, you know, trying to, uh, you know, put it, put another nail in the coffin. Next question tonight comes from Brian Blessing, Vegas Hockey Hotline. Riley, first place games against Colorado. Uh, you rally back in the second game. Uh, the two points tonight, every bit is important to build off the last game, right? I mean, every game matters. Yep, 100%. Um, you know, it's big picking up two points in Colorado, but if we waste the game tonight, then um, it's kind of all for nothing. So we did a good job being able to, to answer after the first 10 minutes. I think we were a little slow, but um, I think for the rest of the game, we carried the, the pace and the momentum. Next, we'll go to Jesse Granger from The Athletic. Yeah, Alex, your goal was a result of a drive by that third line. Can you just talk about what you saw from those guys and maybe specifically Cody Glass in this game? Um, <clears throat> I guess I'll start with Glass here, obviously. Uh, coming back into the lineup after a couple games, um, young guy, brought a lot of energy. Um, I asked me in between periods about him. said the same thing. He's a really smart player. Uh, he's very skilled, um, and I believe he was—he uh, led the rush uh, on that goal at one point, or at least kicked it out, kicked it out wide. I was just 
um, the fourth man, um, just kind of looking to clean up garbage. Uh, fortunately, he was able to bounce and I was able to put it in. But, um, you know, really good play by those three guys. And, uh, you know, I was just picking up the trash. Next question tonight comes from Chris Chapman, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Yeah, hey, Riley. I guess maybe on a personal level, your goal ends a, a little bit of a goalless streak for you. But how nice was it to kind of open up the floodgates a little bit and kind of start a, a three-goal period there? Yeah, I didn't even notice that I hadn't scored in a while. So um, it's good to help the team. Um, sometimes you get in games like that where you're putting a lot of pucks on and it doesn't seem like anything's going in. And sometimes you just need a couple lucky bounces to turn the momentum and, and start um, feeling positive about your game and, and the team's momentum, especially generating some cycles in, in some offensive time. So, um, you know, I think we had a couple key goals and I think, uh, you know, especially no six goal, uh, just being able to, to jump ahead in a game that we felt like we were chasing for the first 10 minutes was, was big. We'll go back to Ben Goats, Las Vegas Regional. Riley, on your goal, uh, what does having Mark Stone as that net front role on the power play kind of add to your unit, especially with his passing ability? Yeah, like you said, he's, he's so good with the puck and he um, seems like he, he's able to see everything on the ice in, in any situation. So um, he's more than just a guy in front of the net screening. He, he's able to make a lot of plays and, and create second opportunities. So, um, you know, he made a great pass to, to Marchie and I think everyone thought that one was going in. So, um, you know, I was just fortunate enough to be able to pick up the garbage. But uh, having a guy like him, he definitely creates more opportunities than um, second chance opportunities, like I was saying. That'll conclude Riley and Alex's availability. Thanks, guys. Hey, Ben. Hi, Pete. It seems like the Kings came out with uh, a lot of momentum tonight. But I guess, what did you see change in the second period? Well, you know, I think they're coming off a three or four day break. So we knew they would have some juice to start. Uh, you know, we're coming off a trip and, and an emotional win. And I, and I was a little worried about ours to start. And that's exactly what happened. I thought the first 10 minutes, they were really good. And we were kind of standing around watching. And, um, you know, but I, I thought the second half of the first period, we started to, to get our legs and started to skate. And then obviously the, the second and third uh and really found their game. Next question tonight will go to Jesse Granger, the athletic. Jesse. Hey, Pete. What did you think of Cody Glass's game and his response to being back in the lineup? Yeah, I thought Cody had some good energy, you know, which is, was nice to see. I mean, uh, uh, this is a tough grind and a tough schedule, especially for a young guy. And uh, I thought uh, him, you know, sitting for four or five days, I thought he came out. Uh, today with, with good legs and some jump in his step and when he has that he creates a space for himself that he can make plays and, and be the offensive player that uh, he's going to be at this level so um, you know I thought he did a good job Next we'll go to Justin Emerson Las Vegas Sun Hey Pete, Tomas Nosek has had a pretty eventful uh, year off the ice between having a kid getting born and then obviously having COVID too. Um, over the last dozen or so games he's really been rolling so I guess what can you say about the way he kind of put some of the other stuff behind him and just really played really good hockey lately yeah you know Nose has been great all year he came into camp I thought had had an exceptional camp and then got COVID and then it's you know 
had the baby and the family uh, ended up getting COVID. So he, he had a three week ordeal there where, uh, you know, he really lost some of the momentum he had built up and it took him a little while to get it back again, but he looks like he's back now where he was in camp and he's a valuable guy for us. He, he does so many little things, takes draws, kills penalties, you know, can play up and down your lineup, center wing, um, versatile guy. Next question for Pete goes to David Shane, Las Vegas Regional. David. Hi Pete, just can you give a quick assessment of Robin Leonard's performance tonight and was Marc-Andre Fleury just a, a night off? Um, yeah, Marc-Andre Fleury was a night off and uh, um, you know, I thought Robin was solid. I thought, uh, you know, thankfully he was good early uh, when we weren't in the first 10, 10, 12 minutes of the game. And, uh, I thought, you know, he settled in too, as the game went on and looked really solid. A couple big saves there in the third, uh, even though they didn't get a lot of shots, he made some timely saves. Time for a few more tonight. Next we'll go to Chris Chapman, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Chris. Yeah. Hi Pete. Uh, he doesn't get a goal tonight. He does get an assist, but William Carlson in that first period seemed like he was kind of all over the place. So, I guess how important was his play to kind of get you guys going later in that first period? Um, he's, he's important every night. Uh, you know, he shows up and his consistency is uh, something that coaches love. And, uh, um, you know, so there's not many nights uh, you couldn't ask me that question and I'd have the same answer, which is... Uh, He's an invaluable piece for us because of the consistency that he shows up with every night. Next question comes from Stormy Bonatoni, the Vegas Golden Knights. Stormy. I know this is a group that really prides itself on its depth. So when you see scoring from top six, bottom six, the 11 different names on the score sheet, what's your reaction? Well, that, that's, that's what we have to be. And uh, you're right. Uh, you know, it was great that Nick Harrig got another goal tonight and, and you know he's consistently provided some offense for us and you know both the third and fourth lines got goals for us so when, when we're playing like that when those guys are going over the boards with that confidence to not only get out and, and tilt the ice uh, in our favor but also to, to create some offense and, and score some goals uh, we're a real dangerous team. Next question tonight goes to Brian Blessing, Vegas Hockey Hotline. Brian. Well, Pete, uh, you've got a veteran-laden group with a boatload of experience in the league. How rewarding is it for the coaching staff that three of the youngest guys, White Cloud, Haig, and Coglin, provide you with so many quality minutes on a nightly basis now? Yeah, I mean, we wouldn't have the record we have uh, without uh, the progress those, those three guys have made this year. You know, it's one thing to write their name down on a depth chart and say, you know, we think they're ready to play. It's another thing to line them up against Kopitar or McKinnon or, you know, if you're on the road. So uh, I think all three of those guys have, have risen to the challenge. And, uh, you know, with Petro out and some of the injuries we've had, uh, we wouldn't have the record we have without, without all three of their contributions. Final question for Pete tonight goes to David Shane, Las Vegas Regional. Hi Pete, it's fourteen two and one. That you're at home now. I guess what does it do for a team when you know you can show up 
at home defend your home mice, come away with two points. Can you imagine what our record would be if we had a full house? <laughs> um, you know, it's just great. The guy, guys love playing at home. And, uh, you know, I think uh, we're, still, we're still living off the energy of, of the memories of, the, of this building full. And, and hopefully we're going to see that again soon. The $5,000 March Money Madness is in full effect, and that's not all. You could also win a golf or spa getaway at Casablanca Resort in Mesquite. With golf and spa packages starting at only $99, Casablanca Resort is the perfect place to get your golf game going or relax the weekend away in their luxurious spa. Enter the $5,000 Money Madness sweepstakes, and not only could you win the cash, but also your chance of a golf or spa getaway at Casablanca Resort. Enter now at highwayradio.com. It's stone crab season at the Casablanca up in Mesquite, Nevada. And here's Tom Jerryone talking about stone crab at the Casablanca Hotel and Casino. Tom Jerryone, he is the corporate general manager and also oversees food and beverage at the Casablanca. And they have an unbelievable gourmet room up there called Catherine. So, Tom, welcome to the show. Thank you. And it is now stone crab season, correct? Stone crabs are in until mid-May. They start mid-October and they go to mid-May. And, and we have them flown in all the time. I, I know firsthand, and I, as I told you off the air, I, I've i never had anything as wonderful as the stone crab that I had up at the Casablanca. We have a really good resource in Florida, and uh, we are really good about taking good care of our purveyors, and they take really good care of us. And I think I don't think there's anybody in the state of Nevada that gets more stone crab than me. I mean, we go through a lot, yeah, and the I, people love them. They call up and they ask for me, get the stone crabs in, and said yes. But sometimes, <laughs> if they're not in season, sometimes they run bad or they're not running good. We sometimes we don't have them, but for ninety-five percent of the time, we do have them. Yeah, and they are off the chart. And and Catherine's just a, is just an outstanding gourmet room. It's just on. I mean, if it were if it were in town here, if it were in Vegas, you could you eat, would never be able to get in. Well, you could you'd never be able to get in. But I'm I'm basically going to say you could double or triple your prices, and you still would never never be able to get in. Right, and that's not what we do there. I mean, we keep our we keep our prices very low. Oh, your prices and, and are great. Your prices are great. Even all we have a phenomenal wine list. There's no triple markups, double markups. That's not even heard of. We keep it. We keep our great bottles of wine for a great price. We have the greatest food at a great price. I mean, some of the you know we're not really in the restaurant business. We want people to come out and have a great time. And the Catherine, it's 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 like Vegas used to be. It's like years ago, <laughs> the old gourmet rooms, and they take great care of their customers. And if, if for those who never had stone crab, the only way to best describe a stone crab is lobster times three. So if you like lobster, three times it is what you're going to experience with the stone crab. With the mustard sauce or the cocktail sauce, whichever way you like them, they're just delicious. I mean, and they're they're super fresh. They come in all the time. We have a, we have like I said, we have a great relationship with our with our fishmongers in Florida, and they they love us. They take good care of us, and we get the first ones out. Right. No one gets them before us. Well, I can speak firsthand. I mean, I've, I've never had stone crab before, and when I came up and had it, I got to, I had an 8-ounce claw, which was ridiculous right. to yeah. begin with, okay? Yeah, the super titans, when they come in, we get them. Yeah, 
and and that mustard sauce with them. And as you said before, I mean, you want to talk about something that's that's rich, but you you could eat it all day long. That's how good it is. Yeah, yeah, they are they are really really good. And you know now now that we we open at four p.m. Right. We have you know we have a lot of our customers that come in from different areas. So from St. George or from Vegas, they drive in. So we open at four p.m. now, and it's done really well. And you know now that you know we're, reservations are required. Right. Because, you know we're at twenty five percent capacity. Sure. For the next you know probably for the next couple months until this uh, mandate comes over. So we open at four. So we have our little seatings at four, six, or eight. So there's plenty of time for people to still come in and enjoy it. I mean, all our steaks, all our prime, are all prime meats. It gets in from stockyards out of Chicago. Even the prime rib is prime. I mean, our lamb is Colorado lamb chops. I mean, we spec all the ingredients. We spec the lemons, the butter, the wine, the produce. I mean, we get exactly what we want for that restaurant. And 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 the, thank God I have an owner that you know just lets he wants things to be right. Yes. He's not worried about the price or the budget of it. Well, he says, no, I want the finest ingredients that we can get, you know, with it, within reason, of course, you know. But And, and we do a phenomenal job there. It's a, it's a great restaurant. We have some Italian dishes on there. There's some steakhouse dishes on there. There's some pastas. There's cioppino. So it's a little bit of everything. You could easily go to this restaurant three nights in a row and have a great meal and three different types of dinners. Exactly. And you could you go to the Open Table app also. And make your reservations, or you can call 702-346-6846 to make your reservations. And reservations are required. And I'm going to tell you what, if you ever get a chance and you want the best stone crab in Nevada, not even close, maybe on the West Coast, you got to go up to Catherine's at the uh, Casablanca Hotel and Casino, flown in fresh daily. Uh, The people there do an outstanding job of serving you. And as you said, everything is first class. And the pricing is very, very economical, very economical pricing. We have even our pastries. I mean, we have Grand Marnier soufflés. We do, we do table side, banana saucers, cherries jubilee. We have Cafe Diablo for desserts. We have some of the, some of the best cakes. I got one of the best pastry chefs in Vegas. We have our, our cakes driven out just for the desserts <laughs> in that restaurant. Well, I got to make a reservation because I'm getting hungry right now, man. Um, it, it, it's like I said, this, we've been talking with Tom from the Casablanca Hotel and Casino. He's the corporate general manager, also overseeing food and beverage at Catherine's Steakhouse, the gourmet room. And I I don't use that term lightly. It is a gourmet room up in Mesquite, Nevada. So, Tom, I want to thank you. I uh, want our, our our listeners if they're going up past Vegas. You got to stop in at Casablanca, but you need to make reservations. Uh, you you will not be sorry. You will not be sorry. If you're passing through, plan your trip so your time works out for you, so you can at least have a great meal to or from your destination. Yes, I mean they've got great food even in in, in the uh, in the regular restaurant, the daily restaurant. There's well, better also. yet, better yet, spend the night, have a great dinner. There you go. There you go. We'll get you a good room rate. Tom, I want to thank you very much. My pleasure. Great talking to you. Okay. Hi, guys. We're here at the Casablanca, and we are at the world-class spa and salon. Okay, at least tell us about the amenities that you have. So we have two heated pools and a eucalyptus steam room, a relaxation room, and we even have our own private menu to order lunch. Okay, tell me about the triple shot trio. So that is a scrub, a massage, and a wrap, and it's 100 minutes for $160. So Sign me up. Yeah, let's go get you one. Sounds good. 
Prices for their massages start at just $45. Plus, they have several spa packages to choose from to make your stay at the Casablanca the perfect retreat. Their popular room and spa packages for just $99 comprise of one night in the deluxe tower room at the Casablanca Resort and your choice of a 50-minute sweetest massage, a 50-minute European facial, or a 45-minute pumpkin pedicure. Coach's Corner continues. And welcome back to Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network. And we're going to catch up on some local things happening here. The first thing that we want to report is the sports leagues get governors okay to resume. This is from the Review Journal, Bill Dancer. Uh, Full and close contact sports for community leagues associations may resume with appropriate testing and mitigation measures in place under new directive signed Monday by Governor Steve Sisolak. Uh, rules take effect today, following reevaluation of governor's, governor's medical advisors. It covers sports such as football, rugby, wrestling, cheerleading, basketball, hockey, group dance, group cheer, water polo, lacrosse, boxing, and martial arts. Um, organizers of full contact sports, which this is kind of interesting, basketball is not a full contact sport are encouraged to work with their local health authorities in developing testing and mitigation plan, a statement said. Uh, new guidance doesn't apply to individual, individuals participating in full contact sports that are not organized through a recreational league club or other associations, for example, playing in pickup basketball games. Um, Fox 5 reported today that Steve Henderson will be putting the hoops back up on all the basketball goals. Uh, when this all came out, they took the hoops down to keep people from playing. So expect, uh, with the weather that we're having recently, expect large people out there, large crowds playing um, on the outside court. So uh, the governor has, in effect, allowed sports to start continuing again. So it's going to be interesting to see, uh, will there be a football season, Gorman and faith lutheran because they are private and not considered in the clark county school district per se um have been playing games uh we'll see if other teams are gonna other schools are gonna get their teams ready uh we'll see what happens with basketball i know there was a big thing in basketball they were kind of kind of circumventing the rules by having uh people play on club teams and playing out of state (laughs) so governor sislak excuse me uh has approved for quote-unquote full-contact sports to start playing with appropriate testing and mitigation measures in place. Uh, Second thing, uh, UNLV football. Coach Marcus Arroyo has been waiting for the spring session to begin the full implementation of the vision we have. So that is his quote. It's from Sam Gordon. Uh, Pandemic canceled last year, so today is the first day for spring football. Uh, for the UNLV Rebels. So it's going to be uh, interesting there. Hopefully we'll get some sound as they're doing some press conferences after practice. Um, Charles Williams, the Chuck Wagon, is coming back for one more season. Uh, He never really got in a rhythm last year, finished with 116 carries for 495 yards, four touchdowns. Um, uh, There, So quarterback, the big question is going to be, they have four quarterbacks in the field. Primary starter Max Gillum attempted a team high 148, but he's no longer on the roster. Texas Christian transfer Justin Rogers 
attempted 22, returned for his junior season. Doug Brumfield threw 21 passes as a freshman, is back for a sophomore season. And true freshman Cameron Friel, already on campus, could be a factor with the competition. Um, defensive areas, UNLV ranked last in the Mountain West in scoring defense in 2020, allowing an average of 38 points a game. Uh, the Rebels allowed no fewer than 34 points in any one game. Uh, junior linebacker Jacoby Winmond was among bright spots with had five sacks, team-high five sacks. Uh, defensive lineman Adam Plant, after posting three and a half sacks, seven tackles for loss in his first year with the team. So Marcus Herrero is having his first practice with the football program at UNLV over in the practice area next to the Fertitta Complex. Uh, in some other UNLV news, David Jenkins Jr. on Monday became the seventh UNLV basketball player to enter the NCAA transfer portal. Uh, Jenkins averaged 29.2 minutes and 14.8 points. Uh, as a junior, he saw 39.9%, including 40% from three-point range, and had a team-high 74 sorry, three-pointers. Uh, played at South Dakota State under T.J. Oseberger, who brought him to UNLV. He sat out the 1920 season. It was projected to be the Mountain West Newcomer of the Year. Um, so it's going to be really interesting to see where he goes. Rumors are, some of the rumors are, uh, he's looking maybe go back to Washington area and play. The University of Washington is looking for some players. Um, he is the third rotation player to leave the program, joining Caleb Grill and forward Devin Tillis, who both entered the portal last week. But seven players in the portal, and it doesn't count the center at Mbake, who could come back if he wants for his uh, fifth year under the COVID rules. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens there um, with the UNLV men's program. It looks like they're basically going to turn it, turn it completely over again. You've got seven guys leaving for sure, possibly eight. Um, John Rothstein just broke this. Uh, UNLV Kevin's Kruger will hire Carlin Hartman, an assistant coach, as an assistant coach. Hartman worked under Lawn at Oklahoma. So uh, we'll see what happens there, and we'll see what uh, other hires Kevin Kruger is going to have uh, for the program at UNLV. And tonight we're getting ready to have uh, some Final Four games. Uh, Gonzaga will be playing SC Gonzaga is a nine-point favorite over, over USC. Uh, Michigan uh, playing against UCLA, and Michigan is a seven-and-a-half-point favorite there. On the women's side, you have Stanford, ten-and-a-half on Louisville, and South Carolina, eight-and-a-half over Texas. Uh, so two games for the men, two games for the women. That will get us to the final four for NCAA basketball in their respective bubbles. Uh, men in Indianapolis and the women in San Antonio, uh, Texas. So, again, Vegas Golden Knights coming off of a really good win last night, 4-1 over the Kings. Uh, they maintained their lead over Colorado by 1.49-48. Uh, Minnesota with 44. St. Louis with 38 points in the Honda West Division. So, you're listening to Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network. Brought to you by the Casablanca Hotel and Casino in Mesquite, Nevada.